Welcome to our Pini Visit Saratova, Best Rosh Chaydish Kislev. A day in the year, <clears throat> such as no other day, happens to come out in Parshas told us, not happens, comes out in Parshas told us, and we want to know what it is, what it is for us. If this is a day like no other day, what am I, then, then I obviously, when I'm standing in that day and before it, I will be standing in an opportunity unprecedented for growth, for transformation, personal transformation. So the question is, why, what, and how? So here in the Sikha, Parshas told us, the question that they have asked is, um, we see every, every Rosh Chayish, there's something general. We see it in, there's something that happens, there's a special Kayach on Rosh Chayish, and we see it in the Tfilis, Barosh Echad Shechem. So there's something unique about Rosh Chayish. There's something even more unique about Rosh Chayish Kislev. And what we want to ask ourselves is, what is it, and what do we do with it? And the main question is, what, how do we, what does it have to do with the life of every single Yid and, 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 and Klau Yisrael throughout all the generations? And also, what does it have to do with the Avaid of, most specifically, the main question is, what does it have to do with Kol Yimei Chayech Lahavi the Mashiach? What does it have to do with the Avaida? Not just the Avaida, the announcement that everything that happens to us at this moment, at, at this point in history, is nothing other than an, uh, an op- another opportunity to unfold another piece of the Geula from the very inside of the Galus itself. That is the Avaida of today. There is no other Avaida. And especially is the announcement, the announcement of the Rebbe Rayak, etc., that everything has been done and we are here only now. We've done everything. Now we have one thing left. So, when we come to Rosh Chaydish, let, let's look into how, how it all unfolds, how it all fits together. Chaydish is from the word Chiddush. The Chiddush of Maylid and Levana. There's a Chiddush. Something brand new happens. What? There's a, a baby moon is born. Malvav, the moon was born. And it's after a phase of, on Rosh Chaydish, the moon became, the month before, the moon got bigger and bigger and bigger, came to the full moon, then it started to get smaller and smaller, until it's completely concealed. You don't see it anymore. That day is, the day that you don't see it anymore is Erev Rosh Chaydish. And then what happens? Boom. Birth. Hizchachos. Brand new. New moon. New moon. Something's born that never was before. New, we call it the new moon. I guess the moon that that we're benching is on some level not the same moon as the month before. But what does it say here? That process, that process with which the moon gets bigger and smaller and then there's no moon, nothing, zero. And then it's born. How is it spoken about in Cyrus? Not to spend much time on that, but that's the story of, of, of David and Melech before he was king, and he was, best friend was Yainison, the, the son of Shmuel, and of, of, of Shol, King Shol. And King Shol did not like David, let's just say it that way. It was a dangerous situation. And the two best friends, Yainison and David, as youth, they were talking. And David said to his friend, I'm not coming to the Rosh Chaydish gathering tomorrow. 
I can. Your father wants to see me out of this world. Wants doesn't want me in this world anymore. Your father, I can't. It's not safe for me to be there. So Yanisim said to him, said to him, Macha Chaydish, Chaydish. Gathering, you are going to be noticed. Your seat will be empty. So you're going to be noticed at this Rosh Chaydish gathering. And what is that? It's a very profound concept saying, when we're talking about the Indian of Chidush, something brand new, the moon is, there's a whole new, a completely brand new moon born. And in our case, a completely new person, you yourself, becomes a completely new person, brand new, born, right now. How does it come about? And how does it come about on Rosh Chodesh? Kiyapakadmashavecha. You're noticed. You come to, you step into a new level. The moon steps into, the moon becomes, now finally becomes a moon. Levels of, until now, you were sort of a moon-ish. Now you're, you have finally become a moon. And then next month, you'll become really even, that will become more true, and the next month even more true. How does it happen? How is this brand new moon born? How is this brand new person born? This brand new energy, this brand new everything born? Because there's an emptiness before. The emptiness gives, it, 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 it gives birth to the new birth. Um, and even, even though the Mailat Halabana, the birth of the moon, is, how big is the moon when it's born? A dot. One dot. How important can that be? You're saying everything is, wow, brand new moon. It's a little dot. Come on. How important can it be? How powerful can it be? How effective can it be? It's a little dot. It's nothing. They're making a big thing about it, this dot question is, what kind of a dot is it? It's a dot of birth. Leda, Nukudisha Leda. So in this tiny little brand new newborn baby moon, the entire month and everything that will happen in this month is included in that little dot. Like a person. A little tiny baby is born. In fact, when the child is conceived, there's just one cell. A little, how big is the child? One cell big. That's small. What's the big deal? The big deal is that everything that that child, that person, that, that child that's being conceived at that moment, after they're born and they live their life and they, everything they do, and, and, and everything that they do forever, for eternal generations, because their eternity is expressed through their students, their children, whatever uh, the mitzvahs that they do. Once they are born, once a person is born, they literally become, they become eternal. Through their mitzvahs, through their teaching, through their students, through their mushbines, through their children, they're, they're, they continue to exist forever. So this one-celled baby that's born produces inf- infinite light. That's a lot of light. It goes forever. So all that infinite light, huge amount, right? How big is infinite light? Well, it's infinite, infinite, infinitely big. All of that is packed into that split second 
that one cell when the child is conceived, that one little baby when the baby is born, that one little dot of the moon when the moon is born. It's all packed into it. And in the case of the moon, everything that will be in this month to come and everything that has ever been throughout history in this month is all packed into that moment of birth of the moon, of the month. So, by the way, just sneak preview, when you think about what will be accomplished this this month of Kislev and what has been accomplished in every month of Kislev since the beginning of time, and especially since, you know, Kislev became well-known for its miraculous quality, there's a lot of stuff packed into the month of Kislev. And it all gets packed into that one little moment of the birth of the moon. Rosh Chaydish. So, and we see it in Rosh Hashanah. It says, and, uh, which is Rosh Chaydish Tishrei, Rashis. It says, that the moon is Bekesa. Our celebration is all concealed. We know in Rosh Hashanah, you know, all the dancing of, of and Simchas Taira and all of that tremendous rejoicing with Hashem is all hidden in Rosh Hashanah. So, um, and that's why, you know, and it comes after with Rosh Hashanah, it comes after a moon that was completely invisible. And then you have, and then you have this birth, Rosh Hashanah, sorry, Rosh Hashanah, just going back to Rosh Hashanah, the, the first moment of the year, the whole year is packed into that moment. That's a powerful moment. That's a powerful birth. So what is that in us? Because we are counted like the moon, compared to the moon, and in the future we'll be renewed like the moon. So there's a chiddush in us. There's a chiddush that's achieved in the world through us. Again, there is a chiddush that is achieved in the world through us. Maybe that's why it's called Kodshechem. Chiddush Shelachem. Your Chiddush. You bring something brand new into the world every moment that no one else can do. It's not only there's there's a Chiddush in what you you are changing the world. There's not only a Chiddush in how you affect the world. There's a Chiddush in you. The Chiddush in not to be Yisrael Atman Chodshechem. The Chiddush in you. Not only a Chiddush that's done through you, by you, but Chiddush Mitziyuschem. A Chiddush in your very existence happens on Rosh Chiddush. And through our Avaita in the world, we, we lift up to a level much higher than before we you know, had our descent. As we will see in the Gula Mitzvah Shlema, through David Malka Mashircha, the David and his Malchus are compared to the moon. So, what really is happening? So now let's look into Rosh Chaydish. Again, one more point. Let's say it more succinctly. The Rosh Chaydish Neskalib Kol Echad Echad Niyisrael Nitzitz Mashir Shabbat. On Rosh Chaydish, what is revealed in every single yid? The spark of Mashiach in him. The level of Yechida. 
The spark of Mashiach in every single year, the spark of Yechida, the essence or, or that, that highest level of the Neshama, of the five levels, right? There are five levels of the Neshama. Nefesh, Ruch, Neshama, Chayim, Yechida. That highest of the five levels of the Neshama. It is a part of, it has, it is a part of Mashiach. That means every Yid has a spark of Meishar Benu in him. Every Yid has a spark of Mashiach in him. And that, and, and that part of us is the part that is revealed on Rosh Chodesh. The part of us that is a spark of the Neshama of Mashiach, it is in us revealed on Rosh Chodesh. Now, what do you think that does? Wow, the spark of Mashiach is revealed in you. Now, what do you think is included in Mashiach himself? When Mashiach himself is born, so to speak, right? Mashiach is born. What's included in Mashiach? Everything that he'll achieve forever. Oh, all right. Starting with, well, that's a lot of stuff. Starting with his main primary achievement. He brings the Geula. He brings, he transforms the Gaulus into Geula. That's his main accomplishment. How it will be in Yemais Mashiach, will he still be transforming Gaulus into Geula when there is no more Gaulus? I guess not. How that will work, I don't know. Ask your local rabbi. But his main occupation at the beginning is transforming the Gaulus into Geula, and he does it very effectively. Albeit he does it in a way that is so creative that you, it's hard for you to perceive it as transformation. But that's what he does. He brings the gula mitis vashlema. And it's a very complex job. And all of that is packed into his moment of birth. So all of that is packed into Mashiach. And you have a spark of Mashiach in you. So guess what? You have access to that very same kayach of of changing the Gullahs to Geula, ushering in the Geula in your own unique way. And that ability, so to speak, comes to the fore, pops out of you, becomes revealed. The light goes on, on that part of you, on Rosh Chaydish. And most specifically, Rosh Chaydish Kisle. So now here's a question. What does this do to you? Rosh Chaydish comes along, Rosh Chaydish Kislev even more comes along. What is, so what happens to you if this part of you is revealed? If you're going to, you know, you're with somebody the day before Rosh Chaydish Kislev and then you see them on Rosh Chaydish Kislev. If you have the proper eyes to detect the change, what will you see? And if they can see, they can see you, what will they see? What do you think it's going to accomplish in you? The revelation of this will create a chiddush in your entire mitzvah and in all your inyanim that are permeated with the level of yechida. You will be totally transformed. Because at that moment when you're in, in those 24 hours, when your yechida comes out, it creates a total transformation in you. And the main thing is, through this we have the revelation 
also, this change in you is a major part in bringing Mashiach. Okay. When did we ever have access to this before? When people, unfortunately, when people gave their lives up to the Shishem. And I've been mentioning for the past few days, we take the story of Daniel Pearl. Daniel Pearl was a um, was a, uh, a reporter, quite a secular guy, American reporter, right? I think, yeah. Was he American? Parents are Israeli? I'm not sure. But, and he was captured by ISIS. And they took a video of him. And they asked him, and you see it on the video, what is your connection to Israel? Rahman al-Fan, a person standing in front of ISIS, if they want to take, have a tiny chance of saving their life, they should say, I have nothing to do with the land of Israel. Maybe, 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 then they'll save their life. What did he say? He said, my father, my grandfather was one of the founders of the city of B'nai Brak. Well, that's interesting. Well, that's just what the, those monsters need to hear to decide, okay, well, that's, you know, he's going to Al-Kiddush Hashem, isn't he? So why would he say it? He had a chance to maybe save his life. Because the level of Yechidosh of Nefesh, and, and even higher than that, the Etzim Nefesh, the essence of the Yid, which is one with the essence, essence of Hashem, is not capable of disconnecting from Hashem. And when a choice is given to a person, to a Jew, not to a person, to a Yid, do you want to live but disconnect from Hashem? Or do you want to stay connected to Hashem but may not stay physically alive? The choice is very clear for every single Yid. At that moment, people, different people reach it at different moments. They can't disconnect from Hashem, so they'll have to leave the world or whatever. And by the way, in the video, his father says, I don't know how he knew that piece of information about his grandfather um, being the one who built the city of B'nai Brak. I don't even remember saying it to him. I guess maybe once I said it. Maybe he heard it somewhere one time. This was not something that was part of his heritage. And he grew up and they said, don't forget, your grandfather was nothing. At that moment, it popped into his head and he said it. And it earned him a passing al Hashem right away. His Yechidosh Nefesh just said, this is it. And then he said, I'm a Jew, I'm the father, I don't remember, I'm a Jew, I'm the son of a Jew, I will die. Something, everybody remembers it better than myself. It was clear that the level of Yechidosh simply jumped out of him at that moment. He could not be disconnected from Hashem. And not like he was running around all his life, you know, busy keeping all the mitzvahs. He was, uh, at that point, uh, I think, a kind of pretty, you know, what's called officially a secular guy. So, this moment, the way people access the Yechidah Shem Nefesh and the Etzim Nefesh throughout history was that way. People that died al Kiddush Hashem, they experienced that moment. Problem was, they were gone. And then the Baal Shem Tov came along 
and said, we need to access that level. That is the energy of Mashiach. That's the way we're all going to be experiencing life in Yemaisa Mashiach. I cannot be disconnected from Hashem. I, I, I don't want to be disconnected from Hashem. That's the way we'll all experience it. But now we need to be able to live Kiddush Hashem, not the other one. And that's what Chassidus is about, Limited Chassidus is about, and then the Balatanya came along, etc., to give us an even deeper and, and stronger access through Limit HaTayra to living and experiencing Kiddush Hashem. Living Kiddush Hashem. And that's what Chassidus is about, and that's what Chabad Chassidus is about, etc. How to live, the, the, the infusing of, of Kaichas to the person that enables him to live Kiddush Hashem. Live Kiddush Hashem. So, we're going to end here, and the next audio will be about, okay, if that's about every Rosh Chodesh, what is this that's unique about Rosh Chodesh Kislev? And the sneak preview really is, just think about it. Kislev? What's packed into the month of Kislev? Time of miracles, 30 days of miracles, which means we can, as Kislev begins, we can say, wow, great, great news. 30 days of miracles are, are happening, are going to be happening. But also, that miraculous Mashiach, it's, 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 it's a month of Mashiach. It's a month of that kind of potential where a person can create any miracle and can be the, the recipient of any kind of a miracle once they've stepped into that energy where my main priority is to be one with Hashem. Everything else is, everything else is negotiable. Disconnecting from Hashem is not negotiable. I'm only here, I'm here for one thing. To be one with Hashem, to be one with Hashem. And at the same time, to express that oneness, oneness with Hashem in my life. So when you think, and we're going to look into the details in the next audio, what the, what exactly and how we see it in the name of Kislev? What is packed into the month of Kislev? The kind of energy? And the, all of that is in Rosh Chaydish Kislev. Then we understand that on Rosh Chaydish Kislev we have 24 hours. Sometimes it's two days. But this, this year it's 24 hours of having this level. What Daniel Pearl experienced in those moments. We have access to it in these 24 hours. And obviously, we want to think deeply into how do I want to use these hours? These are hours that, this is energy that you can't usually get. We want to step into it and say, whom do I want to be? I'm being taken to a place that I normally couldn't get to for free. You know, they say free flying. Okay, every, all the airlines say, on on Tuesday, you can fly anywhere in the world, or you can you can come you can go online and and get a ticket, apply for a ticket to any place in the world that you want to go to. Everybody gets one ticket, any place you want to go to. Are you going to use that ticket to go from New York to Boston? I mean, if you do, you know, <laughs> you know, there are kind of some pretty expensive tickets. Why use it to Boston? 
you know, go 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 right to the end. Thank you for the the thing that you normally couldn't access. Rosh Chodesh Kislev is a moment to um, ask for things that you could normally not ask for and step into, decide that you want to be in a way that normally you feel like, I don't have the strength to be that kind of person. I wish I could. I admire those people that, you know, can be that I can't. Rosh Chodesh Kislev, the I can't, is off free day. Your unlimited etzimanefish is saying time to step into your real self. Time to stop playing the game of, you know, I'm such a small person and I have all these issues and all these problems and halavai I could even deal with my everyday problems. I can't even imagine living in a higher way or a bigger way and all that other stuff. That's gone. That we throw away. Because everything becomes possible. So let's let's number one use that day with our potential. Daven for the people who need to need Yeshua's in a powerful way, and imagine that we can create those miracles. Get together in groups and ask for the things that we have to that that, that are most pressing, and ask for the things for ourselves, and make a decision. I'm going to be that. And it's going to happen, and all those Yeshuas are going to happen, especially in this decade of Tufshin Pei, Alephes Gimel Dalithe, plus wonders. They will experience, even before Rosh Chaydish Kislev, the ultimate wonder of the Gula Mitis Vashlema in its full glory should be immediately now.